Alright everybody, welcome to the Mediocre Man. Um, the podcast that, once again, is the greatest podcast you've never heard of. You're running the show today, Taylor. Oh, well, I mean, you, again, just kind of took charge there. Grab life by the horns. I'm like, hey, somebody's got to. Yeah. Um, so, this week, we are going to be interviewing my co-host, Mr. Decker. Um, last week, we inter- he interviewed me, and it's still pretty rough, but I, I feel like we're doing pretty good. So I mean, You say it was pretty rough. I've listened to that interview, like... I listened to that episode probably four or five times already, and it, it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. You know, I, I think it goes back to the, the whole thing, you know, you're always your own worst critic. True. Um, and like you said at the end of the last podcast, it is really hard to interview your best friend. So I will try and work my way through this because I already know 90% of your <laughs> answers. Hey, I'll, I'll try to make it easy on you. Maybe I'll uh, throw you some... Uh, some surprises. I don't know. All right. Thank you for being a gener- generous interviewee. <laughs> All right. So, uh, first question. Okay. Who are you? And just give us a little bit of background on yourself. All right. Well, you know, my name's Logan Decker. I'm uh, I currently live in Utah. Grew up in in the Missouri area, with a couple years exceptions here and there. Um, known my co-host here, Taylor since uh, we were in high school been best friends for a really long time um, I'm employed gainfully don't necessarily like it all the time but it's a good job uh, always looking to start my own thing and to to improve and better myself um, I like football I like food I like music watch a lot of Netflix and Hulu it feels like um, I get weirdly obsessed with shows like The Voice or America's Got Talent not all the time, just certain seasons. Uh, yeah, that's a quick summary. All I like right. long walks on the beach, uh, candlelit perfect. dinners for two. Perfect. Good. <laughs> Let's see, that's why we're friends. Um, all right, now on to the hard-hitting questions. Okay. All right, so on this podcast, we're all about where people are on their path, that we're trying to relate to people who may not be as far along so we can be more relatable so my first question to you logan where are you on your path oh i'd say middle beginning like i'm not at the beginning beginning but uh definitely hasn't taken off just yet we're, we're approaching the middle okay uh why why would you say <clears throat> or how would you gauge that you are at the middle beginning try and expand upon that a little bit okay um well, for sure, I, I know a lot of the places that I want to be in life. I know that I want to be um, self-employed, not gainfully employed. I want to be self-employed, and uh, I want to have a family. I want um, to own my own property. I want a front porch with a rocking chair. There's a lot of things I want, and I'm, I know that I'm making strides towards them. Um, it's not like I'm not headed in the right direction. Uh, I'm just not there yet. All right, so wait, where were we? You were Before talking. I... Sorry, folks, we had to cut there for a second. Uh, Logan's staying in a hotel room, and he had to deal with some noises. Um, so getting back to where we were, um, you said you were in the mid-beginning of your path. Okay, 
how did how what defines that why are you there right so what i was trying to say is, is i definitely have goals i have good goals in life and i i i can define those i can i can i can visualize those and i can visualize the road to get there and the the way that i would accomplish those things and while i've made some strides i know that i haven't made uh enough yet okay to to really be there and so that's why i would say that you know i'm not just starting i have been working on some of them but i'm definitely uh not there yet in terms of those those goals those things that i want and that's why i would say probably mid-beginning like i'm not right in the thick of it i'm not at the end i'm, I'm still towards the beginning but again I've, I've made some baby steps so okay um so kind of along those lines of you're not where you want to be um what hurdles or roadblocks have you kind of come across that have hindered that progress or slowed you down well the biggest one i'd say and it's it's most of the time it's the hardest one to admit it would be myself um i think we we've joked a lot before about like one of my favorite things is if you could meet a physical person who works as hard as you do against yourself, um, they'd be your biggest enemy. You'd punch them right in the face. I mean, just every single time you saw them because of how how self-destructive um, you can be as an individual towards your own goals. Because if you think about it, with goals and, and goal setting and, and reaching those different things, it's all on you. It's nobody else. There's, there's nobody else to blame if you reach them, and there's nobody else to blame if you fall short. You're the one that reaches your goals for you. Uh, so I would say, yeah, the biggest roadblock uh, has been me and just uh, my own shortcomings that, that I've had in life. Okay. So what? So you said that you, you're moving along your path a little bit more. What tips or strategies have you used to set some of those goals to try and move yourself along that path i mean are you just going after big goals all the time are you trying to set some smaller goals what i think what tips and tricks are you using i think right now um honestly i'm not making great inroads on the big goals uh and so i've been trying lately this last especially this year um to work on little things and, and to start start getting successes in my life with with little things so one thing that i've been trying to do lately that that seems to have helped me stay more focused uh be more positive and and move in a, a direction that i want to go is um i i have a bad habit at t- of time uh, i have a bad habit at times of just focusing solely on entertaining myself uh yeah. whether whether that be i'll, I'll second that yeah whether that be through other people and socializing or Netflix or something along those natures. I just, I'm always somehow trying to entertain myself. Um, as far as being educated, like spending time or devoting time to education of any sort, and I don't necessarily mean like a college education, I mean just like learning in general. Instead of trying to learn, um, I just, I distract myself. Uh, and so this year, I've I've been putting more of a focus. Like, yeah, look, I'm not gonna cut 
TV completely out of my life. I'm on planes all the time. Um, I know this isn't the the probably healthiest or smartest thing to do, but uh, a lot of times since I'm driving, I've, I put in a lot of windshield time to keep me from messing with my phone and texting while I'm driving. I'll throw a TV show on and put it up on my mount on my dash because I have this weird thing where I get really frustrated if something interrupts a TV show that I'm watching. So like I don't want the sound to stop, in other words. So to keep me from messing with it, a lot of times I'll throw something up just to have it there and playing as kind of background noise. And so I've started trying to maybe focus what I watch a little more towards things that would be positive, inspiring, or educational. Even. Kind, kind of like the Mediocre Man podcast? Yeah, kind of like the Mediocre Man podcast. Which, be which would be example. a great podcast to listen to while driving. And, you know, side note, I was talking about shows, but also podcasts. Like, there are podcasts that I try to listen to. And, yeah, the true crime ones are fun, and every once in a while I'll throw something like that on. Uh, sometimes an entertaining... Like, Ron Burgundy has a podcast now. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. I'll have to put that yeah. in my rotation. Like it's one episode. It's it's one episode in, but I listened to it earlier this week and I was dying laughing. It was great. Um, so yeah, like I'll, I'll do that, but also like like you know, like we've established, like I listen to a lot of uh, uh, Heavy D from the Diesel Brothers. His his podcast is a really good one. We listen to you know the MF CEO with Andy Frisella and um, sometimes the School of Greatness with Lewis Howes, Hughes. Oh, shoot, I just spaced on his name. Anyway, The School of Greatness is another good one. Um, I do want to try out... Uh, I, apparently, Dr. Phil has a podcast. <laughs> I kind of want to give that one a shot and see how that how that plays out. Another one that I listen to quite a bit that I think you should rotate in is Max Out with Ed Milet. Um, yeah. Yeah, you've, you've brought that one up before. I... That's I do the same thing at work. Um, I work a desk job, um, and that's what I do. I'll just I'll just I watch them on YouTube, but you can get them anywhere, and right. just ha- put an earbud in and listen to that all day, and it helps get me through my day. I bet, I bet. Yeah, so it's it's stuff like that. Just um, changing my entertainment up for something a little more valuable, a little more. Um, What's the word I'm trying to find there? I, we'll stick with valuable. Just a little more valuable, a, a more a better use of my time uh, in the entertainment sphere of things. And on top of that, along with those things, uh, I've also tried to spend less time just being uh, at rest. Um, so I've tried to move more and 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 physically accomplish even little things whether it's like cleaning my room or making my bed or going to the gym i've just i've tried not to just go home and be a vegetable and sit on the couch but you know when, when i'm done with work or whatever i'm doing i try to to do stuff i mean if you haven't noticed how long's it been since i've been on the playstation i mean I, the other night i got on the other night for what an hour yeah but outside and, and of that, that it's been months months yeah yeah, like I don't get on, I don't get online. I don't really spend time with video games or anything. Again, I know my crutch. I know, I know where my weaknesses are, and that's definitely with TV. But like I said, I'm trying to just improve that instead of necessarily cut it out because that would be a little difficult for me. Yeah, so. no, it's it's hard to uh, completely cut out something that you know you truly enjoy, and you've got to you know keep 
those joys in your life otherwise you'll just be a miserable burned out person and in the long run it'll hurt you so you need to have some joy some quote-unquote oh, me time to help so, balance everything out so you know we were talking earlier <laughs> on, uh, when i said earlier that i'm weirdly obsessed sometimes with shows like the voice or, or with uh, america's got talent uh that's actually been one lately america's got talent i know that sounds funny but if you think about it it is an inspirational show maybe the theme's not necessarily motivation but you are seeing these stories uh unfolded for you of these people who have worked sometimes their entire lives uh on this skill or thing that they've wanted this dream that they've had and they're they're here they are they're they're sharing it with the world finally they're they're taking these steps towards achieving their dreams that they've never taken before and it can be i mean just gut-wrenching at times um I know today I watched the finale for the, um, they're doing this, America's Got Talent season of champions. So it's a bunch of previous winners and runners up uh, from all of the Got Talent stages around the world. So it's been, I mean, just a stellar uh, season worth of performances. But I'm watching this finale, I mean, everybody's bringing it. I mean, it's just some of these some of these performances were just mind-blowing. And the very last one they had on the show uh, was somebody that probably defines America's Got Talent itself more than anybody else in the world. And it was Susan Boyle. Yeah. Susan Boyle gets up. Everybody knows who Susan Boyle is. It's a household name. Everybody's seen the video of her coming up on the stage, real shy, nobody really expecting much from her. And then just her blowing the world away with just this voice that she's got. And so she's she's getting ready to perform and they're doing their little background like hey how do you feel about being here video and this is the most humble woman on the planet there there's no other way to describe her i mean she's an angel she's just kind that's that's it she's just kind and you can't watch that and you're you just not want so badly i don't know her i don't know susan boyle i don't owe susan boyle anything but i'm watching this and i just just want so badly for her to win haven't even seen her performance yet just because of the the caliber of person that she is yeah and so i've been watching this show and i just that's that's been one lately for me is like hey they're they're chasing their dreams they're normal people just like me and you um why not me (laughs) like yes i got my dreams aren't singing on a stage i have other dreams but why not me so So that's been with that being said that kind of leads me into uh, a spin-off of that do you have do you have something in your life that you wish you would have pursued harder that you could have taken on something like America's Got Talent or do you feel you have a talent that you underutilized or are currently underutilizing Oof. that you would like to focus on more that is a wild question I like that um, yes and no I don't think that one of the things I would call my talent that I think I, I wish that I would have pursued harder earlier, uh, I don't think it's the kind of thing that ever would have put me on a stage anywhere or in a competition. Not that kind of competition. But um, it took me way too long to learn about myself that one of the things that, that brings me uh, joy that I enjoy doing and would not mind doing for a living is I like like the branding side of marketing. 
I enjoy that. I mean, that's why I have 10 different food truck ideas. It's not that I'm passionate about food trucks necessarily, although uh, I do love food. Hard not to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But uh, let's go back. I mean, let's go back a couple years when I didn't have 10 different ideas. When originally it was just I came up with a hot dog idea. Okay. I was never passionate about hot dogs. That wasn't like my life's dream. But I came up with an idea. I came up with a name. And in my brain, I marketed that. I developed a strategy for how I would introduce this concept to the world. And people would like it. Yeah. And I love that. All right. Which is why now I have 10 different concepts of things where I'm like, how would I make people love this thing and want to go to this one over anybody else's? Even if the food wasn't the best, was just really good, how could I still get them to come to mind anyways? Um, I like that. And, and it's not just within the food truck realm, obviously. Like, uh, shoot, remember my idea for full moon plumbing? Uh, because that's funny sounding. So, yeah. like, why not a plumbing business? Or when we came up with a, a lawn care idea, Trinity Lawn Care. Yeah. You know, just different different businesses. I, I love, it's not that I want to do the businesses themselves. It's not that I want to be a plumber or a, a lawn, a landscaper, lawn carer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Mom, I'm a lawn carer. I'm a lawn carer, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that I want to be a landscaper more than anything else in my life. It's that I enjoy coming up with businesses and coming up with an idea of what those businesses would look like yeah and it, so that's something and i think i think that's sorry. something that we both do um, yeah we definitely do that's I've, why we're friends exactly <laughs> i we we just riding in the truck whenever you lived out in california still we came up with an entire comic book series we came up oh, with yeah. a movie series we are great <laughs> at coming up with ideas yeah, and we are terrible at following through. Well, we're creative. We we are creative. I mean, it's a certain kind of creativity. I think I think that's something that that people tend to forget. You think of artistic and creativity in light of you know music or, or painting or or something to that nature. But I think it really does get undersold in how valuable creativity is in the workplace and being able to come up with ideas. Again, you're right. We are idea men, and sometimes we need somebody who's more of an action man yeah. to step in. But, hey, that's that's what I mean. I wish I would have learned that about myself years ago instead of just a couple years ago. And, you know, when I first – the first couple times – that's so, uh, so great. But the first couple times I tried going to college, if I had known – some of those things about me going in and right off the bat knowing what I was passionate about had attacked those things and tried to get an education in those things I mean my life would be completely different I, I the outcome the, the decisions I would have made my interest in staying in school all those things would have been 100% different and I think would have been better for me um, but hey better late than never I guess uh, I'm a little past the formal education part at least right now in my life maybe that's something I can revisit a couple years down the road, but I'm definitely gonna use those things that I know now about what my passions are in all of my future endeavors. No, I I like that. I 
everyone I feel has, oh, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that in their lives. And the biggest, I, what I like about what you said there is you wish you would have found it earlier, but now that you know what it is, that you are currently using it to try and get yourself further along the path and to try and figure out what you want to do with your life. And that that's a lot more than most people, in my opinion. I mean, because you get people who... Oh, sellout's not the right word, but get stuck. Yeah. They get a decent job, they get married, they've got a kid, and they're like, well, I guess I'm just going to stay at my 9 to 5 for the rest of my life, and they wake up 40 years later completely miserable. So while we are not at the beginning of our paths, it's it's good that you are recognizing your talents and what you enjoy, and you are actively trying to improve upon them. So with that being said, what is your definition of success, and where have you seen success, both personally in your life or out in the world? Okay. I would say that my definition of success is going to sound a lot like a rip off of what you said last week. Um, but I would say my definition of success would be fulfillment um, and a family. I think, okay, so I'm going to have two definitions. We're going to do that. One, uh, in the career, I would, in the career side of life, I would say fulfillment, doing, doing the things that, that you're passionate about, not just doing things that get you paid, but, but doing things that, you know, you would do money or not. That would be success. Is if for a career I was doing things that I don't care about the money. Does, does money come into play though? Like oh, let's say. 100%. I need, I need to provide for a family. That, that's going to bring me around to my second part okay. of success. Okay. okay. So I think my second definition of success would be having a family. Because uh, that's what I want. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I haven't really held down a girlfriend for very long ever. Nope. But that's okay. Because I know what I want. I want to be a dad. I want to raise children. And um, that's it's just it's what I, I want out of life. Uh, everything I would do career-wise is really not for me. It's for whoever my future family winds up being. And so, yes, money does come into play going back to that first point about doing what you love versus doing what gets you paid. Money money does come into play because, you know, I'm not going to actually work for free. That's not what I said, though. I didn't say you should work yeah. for free. I said you should do something that you would be willing to work for free to do. So um, you should definitely get paid for what you're passionate about. So, but, so let's say... I'm going to throw out a scenario here. Okay. So you have two... So you've got a family. You've got mm -hmm. kids. Right. You're in a good place. You're doing what, whatever you love to do, whatever you're passionate about. You're making $50,000 a year. Okay. Somebody comes along and offers you a job that's kind of doing what you like, but you know you won't be nearly as happy and they're going to offer you $100,000. At what point do you draw the line of money is more important than happiness, providing a better life for your family is more important than your personal happiness? Or 
Does the family so, outweigh that? So I think there's a lot of gray area in this scenario. Like, I, I appreciate what you're trying to ask, but I don't know if I'm going to give a great answer to you because, like I said, there's, there's a lot of gray area. Um, obviously, the support of your family comes first. Yeah. Okay. Um, who's the, the money guru, the guy that's really anti-debt, anti-credit, all about cash? What's his name? Ram- oh. Ramsey. Yeah. R- Ramsey. Dave? Dave or Dan? Dave. Dave. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey likes to say, um, live like nobody else today so that you can live like nobody else tomorrow. So sometimes there's sacrifices that have to be made. You know, uh, Sometimes you're going to have to do the things that you don't want to do today so that tomorrow you can do the things that you do want to do is basically what, he, what he's saying there. So I think in the situation, in the, in the scenario that you're kind of posting to me, I, I would say, you know, what what I would have to evaluate what my family's needs were at that time, mm-hmm. how we were doing financially, how are we doing, how are how we are doing with our savings and with providing for a future. Okay, so let's say at your lower pay rate, you're doing everything fine. You've got a nice modest home, um, you've got plenty in savings. You are living the quote unquote American dream. And I'm nice. happy at that job. Yes, let's stay there. I think I think I would. Well, but is is there any growth opportunity with that job, or am I going to stay at fifty the rest no, of my life? No, no, you, you're stuck. You've capped. You, you're stuck. I'm you're capped. doing what I'm you capped love. Capped at fifty, something comes along that's not quite what I love. But okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Whew, that's a tough one. That 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 is a tough one. Uh. Honestly, I might walk. I might walk, and I might take the money temporarily but that would have to be the understanding is that it's temporarily that it's it's just until i can figure out how to make that amount of money doing what i want instead of the lesser amount of money doing what i want is that does that make sense yeah. no it does i i like that and that's because i think i think um i'll use an example uh, of my grandpa all right. Uh, many years ago, I was working for you actually as a as a janitor at the hospital. Yeah. And I was in school, wasn't paying a ton of attention to to the school portion just because I didn't. Really, again, I, I wasn't in. I wasn't going down the path I wanted to go to, and so it was hard for me to connect. Um, and so, but I was I was working full time, not making a lot of money. I was in school. And I got this opportunity to go full-time with the Air National Guard and make really good money, but I'd have to move three hours away and drop out of, drop out of school. Not that my grades were that great anyways. Yeah, I don't know you were sticking around anyway. Yeah, well, at that point, I still was going to some of my classes, so I wasn't, I wasn't out yet. Um... It was after I made the decision that I really just kind of asked her and gave up, <laughs> yeah. which isn't necessarily the smartest way to do it, people. No, but no, it, not at all. It's what I did. So, and here we are. Anyway, so I went to my grandpa about the, about the situation and I asked his advice. And his advice was to stick. I when I said, "Hey, I have this opportunity for a job," he literally said, "We already have a job." Okay. The, the difference was the one job was paying me like nine an hour, if that. 
and the new job opportunity was going to pay me 30 an hour. So clearly, like, I wanted to jump ship. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that, but that was his mentality, and I think that's that's very much a generational thing. With that, with that generation, is they went to work, they didn't necessarily like it, but they weren't there for themselves, and they valued hard work, and so they would just put their heads down, embrace the suck, and they'd work. Um, uh, our generation is a little less known for that. Yeah, we're, we're more known to bounce around a lot. Now, I think that there's some value to that. I think there's value to both, but it has to be for the right reasons. In that, there, there's nothing wrong with a stepping stone job if you know why it's, it's a stepping stone job. Correct. If it's it's something that you're using to improve your lot in life and to get you to where you want to be. Now, if you just are aimlessly drifting and you're jumping job to job to job to job to try everything out, I would say that that's less valuable. That's where you need to embrace the suck, learn some patience, and just grind through whatever you're going through and stick with the job until you actually figure out what the next step is and exactly. one that will improve you. Because you can... I and from a more business standpoint, you can burn a lot of bridges that way. Oh yeah. And, and on a resume, if it shows you job hop every six months, Doesn't guess what? Good. After two or three jobs, they're not going to hire you anymore. Right. Yeah, You're it gonna, definitely looks better to stick around yeah. somewhere. Now you don't have to stick around ten years. No. But hey, you stuck here two years. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I think the two to three year range is, is a pretty pretty good range yeah i mean so long as you know the dream job comes through and says hey i know you've only been there six months but here it is like yeah go take that but unless that comes around stick there two to three years learn everything you can see what you like what you don't to try and get more of a guide it's like what direction you want to go it's like the quote you you shared with me before i believe it was uh you told me was it saving is it Nick Saban that tells his his assistant coaches and, and coordinators that he doesn't he doesn't care if they move on as long as it's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was Nick Saban. He tells all his coordinators, "Hey, I want you to go have the best life you can, but if you move laterally, you'll never get a recommendation from me. You'll never work for me again. Right? Only move up. Otherwise, you are wasting right. my time and you're wasting your time." Yeah, and I think that's that's valuable. That that's just hugely valuable in every aspect of life. Don't don't lateral. And that's and that's what that is when you're just job hopping aimlessly. That would be moving laterally. It doesn't matter necessarily if the if you're going up in the pay scale. I mean, that it's it's important, but at the same time I would still call that a lateral unless it's just a massive like $9 to $30 an hour kind of yeah. change. But yeah. typically, once once you you know you have your your degree, you're out, you're in the workforce, and, and you start job hopping. A lot of those people aren't making massive differences in the amount of pay from job to job. Yeah, they're just it's, job hopping. Yeah, it, it's something that um, I've heard Andy Priscilla say. He says a little bit more colorful colorfully than I will. Um, but <laughs> if you don't love your job. That doesn't mean you get to suck at it. 
Yeah. If you're making fries at McDonald's, really make the advice. best <laughs> fries humanly possible. Yeah. Because your peers will see it, your managers will see it, people around you will see it, and they'll know that you are a hard worker. Even if you don't like where you're at, build your work ethic there. So that way, when your dream job does come around, you've already got the work ethic. You can step in and show people that you are the MF CEO at your job. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. So, we'll, we'll go back to a little bit more personal. Okay, okay. Describe, or give me three words that describe who you are. Okay. I would say, um, for starters, and, and again, it's going to sound like a little bit of a rip on, on yours, but I would say I'm loyal. Uh, I would say that I am, let's see, creative. I'm loyal, creative, and then the third one, and technically this might be two words, but that's okay, just roll with it, and I'll explain it. Cause you it's didn't graduate college, you, you can't count, so it's fine. <laughs> Alright, just, just, just roll with me on this okay. one. I would say the third the third term, I'm going to say term, that I would use to describe me would be wild card. Um, now let me let me explain that to you. Alright, Jeb, explain it. Alright. I'm a wild card because I'm not necessarily always the obvious pick. I'm not the obvious guy that's going to succeed. Okay, but I 100% have the potential... And I've been given a lot of second chances in my life, and I'm still getting them. And so I think that that really defines who I am as a wild card. Is I am somebody who you you don't sleep on. Um, I'm going to do big things, whether you expected me to or not. And so that's that's kind of why I would use that as another term to to describe me. So I'm a wild card. See, I I like that because. I, I've heard some things, not not naming any names, that uh, they didn't put card at the end, but that you're a little wild, and uh, kind of out doing your own things, and see, that's what I like, that's why I think you and I click so well, is, yes, we can sit there and we can do a 9 to 5 job. We could climb a corporate ladder if that's what we so desired to do. I feel that you and I are both very capable of doing that. Yeah. But we don't want to do that. We want to start our own thing. We want to create and innovate and be the leaders of our own lives, not following, marching to someone else's drum. And that's yeah. that's what I like. So that's why whenever I heard that, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, you know, he is. But that's a lot better than just sitting here working at a 9 to 5 for 10 years hoping I get I'd a $5 be wild. an hour bonus. I'd rather be wild than complacent, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> just exactly. Hands down. I I, and I feel like a lot of people do fall into that complacency where oh, hey, you know, I've got this decent job, I don't really love it, but it pays all my bills, blah, blah, blah. That's great. Don't get me wrong. Pay, make sure you take care of your family pay all your bills yeah but at the same time 
I feel like everyone inside of them has something they want to do. They have goals and dreams. And, and that's and I, that's the difference between me and you and a lot of those people though. Yeah. We all have we all have those goals. We all have those hopes. Oh, but damn it, I'm that Jason. I've forgotten the guy's so. name. He's a super, <laughs> super famous motivational speaker. Of course he is. And uh, it, this is really going to bother me. but Well, well hit, can I spit the quote out? Maybe I know. All right. So the quote is, the richest place in the world is a graveyard. Because there are more ideas that die in people's heads when they die than are ever brought out into the world. Yeah, I don't know who that one is. I see it being Gary Les v. Brown. I think it's Les Brown. Okay. I okay. think that's his name. But, yeah, the richest place in the world is a graveyard. And that's how most of society works. They've got all these great ideas. They've got, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. Yet, yeah. they never make that jump, and they never lead their own lives. They just follow what society tells them to do. Get married. Sheep. Get a stable sheep. job. Go into debt. And just and that's the other thing is that, that bugs me about that mentality is it's just not genuine. You're not being who you are at that point. Exactly. You're you being know, who society tells you to be. Right. And and look, I, say what you will, like there's a lot of times where I, I get in my own head and I'm like, I don't know who I am. Like how can I be who I truly am if I don't know who that is? But at the same time, I, I think I'm pretty genuine. Like, yeah, I don't fit anybody's mold. I just don't. I'm my own mold, and that is what makes me genuine. That's what makes me a, a, a real person. And that's another reason I think that hey, I am going to succeed in life is because I don't play by people's rules. I'm no. going to play by mine, and I'm going to find the road that works. It's so. easy to win the game that you're making yeah. the rules up for. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to get you out of here on two questions. Okay. So you said that you are beginning middle of your path mm-hmm. what is the next step that you need to take to get further down your path I need to be even if it's I need a side hustle uh, a side or main hustle where it's my hustle not not this I'm working for somebody else crap okay um, I think that's that's really my next step I've been dancing around it for a couple months now and you know that yeah uh, I've come up with a bunch of stupid little ideas lately. Even if, even if it was just a couple, couple extra dollars here and there, like I've, I've got some little things I, I, I kind of want to do just to, to hustle on the side. And yeah. um, again, going back to the creative thing, you and I have talked at nauseum yeah. about side hustles. So. Right. There's one thing. There's one sort of side hustle slash main hustle that obviously the two of us are pretty excited about. No. No spoilers on that yet. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. But, you know, there's there's a pretty exciting opportunity out there. And I think that would be, I mean, <laughs> that would uh, sidestep all of those little side hustles I've been talking about yeah. as the next step. And that would that would definitely be the next step. Yeah. But, but that still falls into the same category of what I'm saying to where I'm out from somebody. I'm out from underneath somebody else's thumb. Exactly. Um, and instead of climbing somebody's ladder, I'm starting to put my own ladder up. And I think that's that's the next big step for me. That's 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 what I'm working towards. I like that. All right, last one. Okay. What is the one thing that you want to leave 
behind in the world? What's one message, one thought that you want to leave behind? Oof, it's a heavy one. I I would say that if I could leave one thing with with the entire world, it would be to be genuine, uh, to be true to yourself, um, whatever that may be. So, all right, I I know we just kind of badmouthed those that are totally willing to be worker bees and work for people their whole lives. <clears throat> Let's back up and revisit that for a second. There's some people that that is all they want to do. They have ideas, sure, they have goals, but most of those lay within the realm of they don't want to take the reins. They would rather just help build somebody else's dreams and they're comfortable with that. Maybe their goals are in something else. You know, Maybe their goals aren't career related. Um, the same the same principle applies to those people as well no matter who you are no matter what you want out of life as as long as you're true to yourself and you stick to that whether it means you chase the dollar whether it means that you develop your talents as a uh, cello player or maybe you like to do sand art and build crazy cool sand castles. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever it is, do it. That's the only way you're going to be happy and the only way you're going to reach whatever success is to you. Yeah. Is by sticking to being a genuine, true-to-yourself person. See, I, I like that a lot. So say what you want about him, but Ty Lopez... I was listening to uh, his uh, talk that he gave at 10X a couple years ago, which is Grant Cardone's big 10X conference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was talking about that. He's not a stick is known to to the grindstone worker bee. That's not him at all. He's more like you. He's an idea guy. The biggest difference between you and him is he's got, you know, a ton of money to put behind those ideas <laughs> and and that yeah. that was the main point of his talk was be genuine in who you are be who you are if you're an idea guy go network find somebody who is that grinder find somebody who will put their nose to the grindstone you come up with the idea and you go up to that grinder and you say okay here's what has to happen for this to be successful I know this is a successful business I don't have the energy or time to put into it and let them go and then just, you know, split it 50, 50 say, Hey, I will front the money. I will give you all the resources you need. Here's what I need you to do and let them do it. And then just split it with them. So I, I like that a lot that not everybody is cut out. Not everybody wants to be the idea man. There are a lot of people who just want to grow and build companies. So, yeah, I like that true. a lot. You know, it, it kind of reminds me, uh, and we've had a conversation similar to this before. Um, but I was listening. I, th- I think another big difference between between us and and other some other people, uh, at least a difference in thought. Is I was getting a haircut today, and I was sitting in the chair, and, and the the barber that was cutting my hair, kind of quiet guy, nice but quiet. However, the barber in the chair next to us, not a quiet guy. <laughs> <Talk> <laughs> the entire, 
he was chewing every every client he had he was chewing their ear off well the last one he had the one that was up the same time as me they started talking about the lottery and people that won the lottery and had failed terribly i guess there's a documentary or a tv show about lottery failures or the curse of the lottery things like that and he started talking about you know the different things he would do like oh can you imagine this person won ninety thousand and they're already bankrupt I, i'd retire if i got ninety thousand you put that in the bank at five percent interest you're making a grand a week basically just off of that you don't even have to touch the principal just live off the interest you know yada 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 he's saying all these things well that's all fine and dandy and true um but i'm sitting there listening to these guys go on and on and look okay we all know i like to treat myself it's not like i don't like my things yeah okay it's not like if i won the lottery i wouldn't i wouldn't get a couple things for myself however however i would understand that when you're given a gift like that it doesn't mean you get to stop i think that's that's the big difference between a lot of people and that's even lottery or not just moving forward if we started our own thing and we got success the difference between us being able to have continual success and maybe just succeeding once would be the understanding that just because you get something doesn't mean you quit yeah and i think that's why because like, like i said we've had this conversation what would you do if you won what would i do if i won i wouldn't quit i'd still have a job uh whether or not it was still this current job or whatever current job I was in, that remains to be seen. But I would have a job. Maybe I go out and start a business, and they use that lottery winnings as a nest egg, and that's my new job. Yeah. Well, that's most likely what I would do. But that's at the end of the day, what I would do. at the end of the day, I'm still working. Yeah. There's still going to be a paycheck coming in. I'm not going to try to live off of this new nest egg that I now have, because if I do that. I'm just going to squander it. Yeah. And I'm never going to make anything out of that. And if I get if I were ever to win something like that, the goal would be to turn it into something else. Same thing with if we started a business, if we hit huge amounts of success and started getting money back. If we give up and we we're like, "Hey, let's live the high life and party now." We're going to squander it and we're going to be back behind where we were when we started. Oh yeah, so, I would I would diversify within five years. I would try and have four or five different businesses going. Oh yeah, you know, I I, de- I might run day to day on one of those, but right. I would definitely you know have multiple businesses going, multiple sources of basket. Income. Yep. Yep. I I want to make sure that not only am I taken care of, but my kids and their kids are taken care of, not in the sense that you know they're spoiled. You know, trust fund babies, but right. in the sense of, hey, I've got these companies. You can now learn, step in, take over, run, expand, and just they, grow. Yeah, they've got a road. They've got a good road they can go down exactly. if they so choose. That doesn't exactly. mean they will. No, and yeah. like we got back, like we were saying earlier, you know, be yourself. Stay yeah. true to who you are. Yeah. Maybe maybe I make it rich. Maybe I'm like this multimillionaire, and I, I have a son who decides that he wants to, you know, his goals in life are to go play guitar on a beach somewhere and, and fish every day and, and do odd jobs for cash for food, and he doesn't doesn't need any of dad's help. And you know what? If that's what made him happy, power to him. Yep. Hell, that's the life I want. 
<laughs> there, there are definitely I, days. Actually, there's like, days I join them. You know, <laughs> so there are definitely days I'm like, how much do I really need to just survive? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I, I totally get that. And I think that it sucks about being an idea guy. Is there's so many things I want to do in life. There's no way I'll ever be able to do all, all of them. Yeah. Like the one I was thinking about the other day, which would totally, totally screw any uh, forward motion as far as careers go, is. You know, I still, I've all, for, I don't know why, but I still want to just like cash out, take every bit of money I can get from selling everything I have, and buy a crappy but reliable motorcycle and just see how far south I can go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just make it as, can I make it to the tip of South America? How cool would that be? I mean, that's just an adventure, man. I, yeah. I want, I'd love an adventure like that. At the same time, I would also like to, you know, have a future where I could provide for a family that doesn't involve uh, running from cartels or, discover, or <laughs> you discovering. You might be able to make some money while you're down there. <laughs> discovering gold in a pyramid somewhere in the jungles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really shouldn't be my, you know, like main plan. Yeah, uh, it'd be a cool plan, but it probably shouldn't be my main plan. <laughs> Side hustle, not not main. Hustle. <laughs> so, all right, well. Yeah, I think I think we should probably wrap it up. Probably wrap it up. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our uh, our podcast this week. Um, I think that was a pretty good one. I do learn a lot. And uh, next step is we're going to start interviewing other people. So you've met us, you've got to know us a little better, and and now uh, let's get to know some of our friends uh, or just random people we can find off the street that seem to have an interesting story. So. Uh, go ahead and click that follow button on whatever uh, medium you're using to listen to us. Uh, we're on the Apple Podcast uh, app. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Uh, follow and keep an eye out for some good stuff to come. So thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. And yeah, the normal uh, stuff. Yeah, you know, all that fun stuff. All right, peace. See you.